pickaxe. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. You're listening to Resonance 104.4 FM. It's www.resonancefm.com. Hi, uh, you don't have to worry, okay? Just so you know that this is a simple question. Uh, we've been doing this last few weeks. No one has uh, failed yet, but uh, we need to check that all of our guests have the sort of knowledge that we've come to expect from a visitor to One Life Left. So, um, so I'm going to ask the first question. Then uh, Anne and Simon will will ask uh, questions, not necessarily in that order, though. So, uh, question number one: Start easy. How do you do a dragon punch? Towards down, down towards, and punch at the same time within eight frames. In the older Street Fighters, in the newer Street Fighters, you've got more time. Comprehensive, comprehensive. That- Maybe you have to up the difficulty a bit. Is that correct? Yeah, it's absolutely spot on. Okay, that, that you didn't know that was correct makes me feel sick inside. No, I was just checking with Steve, who's our uh, our uh, question. We master. have to do this by the book. Which of Ryu's moves leaves you at frame advantage? Uh, in I'll answer in the fashion of Street Fighter Four, uh, in which I'll say it's crouching like punch and uh, towards and fierce punch, uh, and crouching mid punch also leaves you in a pretty good position. Interesting as well. There was some. There was some additional information there. Yeah, that's correct. Well T- done. Uh, for any uh, proper hardcore Street Fighter players who are listening, uh, jump attacks will also technically leave you at frame advantage. But I don't count those because uh, jumping yeah, is a different. Scenario. That's right. We don't count those either. Thank you. Your first answer was correct. Well done. Um, and obviously, you know, going up in the difficulty scale uh, mm. of questions, um, what was the prequel to Street Fighter Two? Yeah, Kung Fu. Welcome to oh One Life Left. We are back. We are back. Undeterred by the by today's weather. Uh, it's rain. That we, we can deal with that easily, can't we? I've We've dealt with it before. We're continuing to deal with it now. Snow, though. Snow's too much for us. If the temperature drops, this country shuts down. Like, and, and we do, too. And we're part In of the fact, country. No, actually, it, it, it was any excuse, wasn't it? We were like, look at the way they're going to have to work from home. So... Uh, <laughs> So, so that's what we did. Me and me and Anne uh, hung out, and we we built snowmen. Yeah, that's Just not work. No, I was there. We I was there, getting in touch with feature contributors. You know, upping their game for a tremendous show this week, and you were just. You yeah, know, messing around the yeah, snow. Thanks. The internet went down and stuff, didn't it? So we, I mean, we had to wrap up warm, didn't we? Yeah. yeah. But you did. You did ensure we have a magnificent guest for this week. Yes, I did. Uh, welcome to One Life Left, Street Fighter expert. Leo Tan! Oh, 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 
What? <laughs> yeah, sorry. I've been uh, playing a lot of Street Fighter with the kids, and they speak in the style of Dizzy Rascal. So I will, from time to time, break into that. What does um, that mean? Can you do that? What does that? Mean? No, I think it's I think it's brap, isn't it? Brap. What does that mean? Can you? It's, um, That's it. I believe it's a celebration of gunfire. <laughs> You celebrate we all celebrate I'm not, that. I'm not 100% certain, but the kids do it, so I'm down. I thought the kids were all about shanking these days. Uh, I'm down for that too. Yeah. Some, somebody tried to shank me and Steve once, didn't they? Do you remember when yeah. we were in the park? <laughs> was that was shank or the other? Actually, what we should have done was go brap. It's the scissors, paper, stone of street slang, <laughs> exactly. isn't it? Exactly. Have you had a good weekend? Um, Fortnite. Yeah, I've had a really good snowy one. Um, I had a nice time building snowmen. It's been alright. I've, I've uh, worn leg warmers more in the past two weeks than I have in ever done. In the 80s. <laughs> you blocked your snowman, didn't you? Yeah. That was a good blog, that. Yeah, thanks. I where did, I where, where did you blog it? www.onelifeleft.com It is an excellent picture. If you haven't seen it, you should go there. Immediately. Uh, did you have a good uh, fortnight, Steve? It was good, yes. Uh, very do? enjoyable. A holiday from One Life Left. You know, just just nice to relax, not Week stress. Put, put, yeah. put up the podcast. Um, but yeah, it's been it's been good. good. Uh, not sure that anything exciting happened. I'm going to LA tomorrow. That's quite exciting. It's quite exciting. So does that mean it's me and Anne on our own next week? It will be you oh, and Anne. Come on, uh, unless you can secure yeah. a special guest. We'll see if you've got any uh, suggestions for special guests. Email team at onelifeleft.com. You don't need me. We don't need you. No, Leo. How was your week? Uh, brilliant. Uh, I'd like <laughs> this is should, going to be brilliant this yeah. show. I, sh- I should offer more than that, didn't I? Yes, um, that's that's radio. Uh, yeah, I've been actually. I've just been mostly playing a lot of, of Street Fighter, I guess, which well, that, which that's, ties that's in well job. to what we're going to talk about today, and that's my job. Spoilers. Uh, and uh, I guess probably I'll, I'll talk a lot about that as well. Good. Um, I did go into work on the uh, on the day of horrific weather, but then I didn't go in the next day. Interesting. You were mixing things up a little, were you? Well, I felt like, because I, I was the only person that went in, I was owed a day. Right. And so I, actually, if any of my bosses are listening, I was ill. Sorry. I'm, I did have a sore throat. So right. it's difficult. Obviously, it's really difficult to do a job with a sore throat. Yeah. There we go, then. It would be particularly difficult to do our job, of course. Yes. Has anyone asked you how your week was? Yeah, it was fine. It's 7.06 on Monday the 9th of January. I'm Anne Scantlebury and this is the news. Postmen across the country will be celebrating news that Amazon has launched a downloadable game service. Currently limited to 600 casual game titles, the service may spread to a larger range of games, meaning less weighty sacks for the country's postal workers. Costing a maximum of £9.99, this could be good news for posties, but very bad news for those prone to accidental late-night downloading. That's me! And me. Uh-oh. Do we download the same things? Uh, I don't think so, because I just download Luminez. Okay. Uh, well, over actually, and over yeah. again, every time it's released on a different format. On iTunes, I have, uh, I've woken up in the morning and having downloaded lots of Adam and the Ant stuff. <laughs> and I, I do wish that iTunes had had that sort of window security going, do you really want to do this? No, no I don't. I don't. <laughs> but I did. So what sort of games are these, Anne? Casual. What's interesting about your news story there is that um, it's almost entirely incorrect. (laughs) (laughs) Excellent. Isn't it? um, You can't use this service in the UK. And yet yet you feel qualified to put the pricing in pounds. (laughs) Because Eurogamer had it in pounds, I think. Really? Maybe. That's, that's, that's the way it works. That's the way it works in news, is it? Yeah. If you get so, you, so you don't blame the fact that you got it wrong, but the one that you copied it from got it wrong. So yes. is this is this like Steam and um, other PC download? Um, yeah, or that. Yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a one off. I mean, I I know that it doesn't work in the in the UK because I tried to download because I thought oh, this sounds you, good. You could though just set up a proxy server and then use it. So Anne's story is correct, correct. for people who are technologically competent, and then for the likes of you, you say I guess technologically not. competent. I say pirates. <laughs> potato, potato. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, now, if, if if Amazon don't want us to download their US games, then that's fine. They're probably busy putting U's in and changing the Z's to S's and stuff. Oh, I forgot they do that. As Valentine's Day approaches, a little bit of love can go a long way in business. 
EA got the license to make games out of the Bourne series because the man in charge said he likes John Riccatello. Jeffrey Weiner had dealings with Riccatello in past licensing negotiations and liked the way he worked. One Life Left wonders if, after this very public declaration, Weiner has now tentatively added Riccatello as a Facebook friend. Weiner, did you say? Yeah, that's all I can think. That's all I heard when she said the story as well. Weiner. Riccatello? You like yeah. that as well? It's your perfect story. What about Riccatello and Weiner's? <laughs> oh, we are. And lovely. Who is this chap, Jeffrey Weiner? Because. It- so he is the CEO of the company that's in charge of the work by the man who wrote the books about the, <laughs> the Born series. Right. Um, that was long-winded. It was, yeah, but but accurate. I guess I can't. I certainly yeah. can't fault you no, that you time. No, you can't fault that. No, because you don't. It know. just seems a bit unfair to me because he's saying he's saying he gave him um, he gave him the license because he's dealt with that guy before and he likes him. But no one's approached us. I'm sure they'd really, really like us. We're really nice. We and if so, you deal know, with if, more people. But if we dealt with them, then maybe we would have got the Bourne license. What would we have done with it? I don't know. I don't like those shorties shorty. very much. No, I don't uh, either. So, so probably nothing. How, but um, we could have buried it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> how, uh, how much... Because Vivendi did the last one, didn't they? I don't. Mm. I, yes, they so, did. Yeah, yes, right. Okay. Uh, how must they be feeling that that you know it's been confiscated? True, because it's not then, and it doesn't become a case of you know, oh well, we think they're more qualified, or they've got no. better dev teams, or the the product you know they offered us they undercut you. It's literally we like that guy. We and love Ricky Tello. Whoever Vivendi was their point man for this, we don't like him as much. It's like straight yeah. personal uh, insult. Do you know what uh, Wiener said um, about EA? He said. We're dealing with grown-ups now. I think, I'll tell you what's interesting about his... I think, see, there's more to, more to this than meets the eye. I think his name's Wee-Eana. Wee-Eana. Yeah. What? He's giving it to Electronic Arts. That's his name. I think it's an inside job. Do you want to stretch this joke out more, or shall we... No, let's keep going. Let's not... Let's, tell you what, let's not do the next news story <laughs> okay. until you come up with a better joke about Jeffrey Weiner's name. Weiner's. <laughs> <laughs> Microsoft has finally got around to properly fixing the 360's HDMI audio problems players have been having since the launch of the new Xbox experience. The issue was flagged up at release in November, but Microsoft presumably washed its hair, did its nails, plucked its eyebrows before seeing what was wrong. It sounds like Microsoft has a similar relationship with HDMI audio problems as I do with the news. (laughs) (sighs) You had any HDMI issues recently, Steve? No, I've barely switched my Xbox on recently, although I will be because I've got a game I want to play. Hmm. Um, we'll talk about that later. Yeah, so uh, you're going to join me in my Xbox boycott. Well, it's not oh. that. It's just I've been, uh, I've been playing <laughs> nothing but Luminous, uh, but we'll talk about that later as well. I don't know. There's, there, I'm finding it very, very difficult to switch on my... Um, Xbox 360 at the moment because I'm using my PS3 as a media hub. Right. So um, what will happen is uh, my girlfriend. It's all I right. We didn't it's talk all right. About. It's all right. You no, know. I, I thought you've always told me that we have to maintain the fact that we we have to create the illusion that we're single, and that's why I say my girl. You know, everyone knows I've got a son, yeah. but my girlfriend died in childbirth. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm, I'm only in the show because I heard you were all single. No, yeah. no, no, no. It was a metaphor. <clears throat> uh, so. My metaphorical girlfriend to stop those rumours. Okay. Of, you know, when it's just getting... When OK do a story on us, it says, One Life Left, eligible bachelor. Right. That's getting yeah, a bit awkward. Yeah. So anyway, my girlfriend, in quotes, uh, is watching, you know, shows or, or whatever on the PS3. It's so much easier to just go and just switch off rather than faffing around with turning off consoles. It makes me... It's a very, very big distance between my couch and the TV. Um, and I'm very lazy. But you can do it off the controller. What was this new story about? I can't remember. How did we get here? I think it was about you bragging about how big your flat is. <laughs> and it's not I've been around your flat, not like that. And the distance from your sofa to your TV is probably a step. It's crawlable. It is real. It? Yeah. Right. So I don't know why you decided to go off on one. And to, to, about I the, really did, about didn't the I? mansions. This is what living. happens when we're away for a week. Yeah. And all of a sudden, girlfriends, mansions. Uh, we were talking about the Xbox It is literally boycott. a mansion, what, though, um, isn't it? It is not. Uh, it is a, actually, it is a mansion, yeah. Um, you just have a very small part of it. Yeah. Mm. Uh, and then we were talking about the Xbox boycott. And why you prefer uh, the PS3. Yeah. I don't, I don't, I, I like them all equally, apart from the Wii, which isn't even plugged in at the moment. Mm, so you're joining me on that as well? I just Simon, know, what do you play? like your bit too uh, much? PlayStation Three, and now, and, and now, I, I've, I've, because we've all bought NC tens, apart from uh, you, Anne, um, you're struggling with that massive laptop there, very <laughs> it unwielding. Didn't start. I've, I've, I've started. Laptop. I thought that was like a 
crease to the computer mainframe. Yeah, it's it's slightly embarrassing, isn't it? But uh, fits my backpack. I've been getting into PC gaming, which we'll probably chat about later as well. But uh, hmm. um, dodgy illegal emulators aren't really PC games. Um, I do own all the ROMs. <laughs> In an effort to make gaming more realistic, Sony has signed up for new Ambex technology. Some PS3 games will be given the all-round game experience through peripherals that will enhance lighting, colour, rumble and airflow. If this is the way gaming technology is going, we can't wait to literally smack down some pause in Grand Theft Auto in a couple of years' time. Um, sorry, I have to step in as a uh, PR type person and say I think it's AMBX. Um, is it's, it? It's AMBX, actually. I, I'm going to have to step in and overrule you, just overrule Dan. Are you, are you sure? Like it's definitely AMBX. I've, I've actually got an AMBX system in my uh, bedroom. You must be PC. the only person in the world <laughs> who's got one of these. Phillips have been banging on at, at this for years. I've seen the PR like, shots. They're just like dry ice and a blue lit monitor. It uh, goes, this will uh, really enhance your flight sims. It's, it's smoke and mirrors and fans. <laughs> The AMBX technology, yeah. as far as I can see. Uh, do you use I, it? I don't use the fans or the rumble strip, uh, but so, I do use the lighting. What is a rumble strip? It's like, a, you know the, the thing you rest your wrist on when you use a mouse and keyboard? Yeah. It's like that, but instead of comfortable, it's rock hard, <laughs> and it goes... <laughs> and unless you put it on something softer on your desk, makes it sound like there's a pneumatic drill every time so someone shoots you. So what's that meant to simulate those games that have got oh. you know, pneumatic, pneumatic drills? drills yeah, yeah. <laughs> it accurately recreates a pneumatic drill. Right, did you buy this? No. Right, so you were sent it? Yeah, obviously. Why? Well, uh, because I'm uh, I've, an... Uh, what do you call it? Evangelist. Oh. Like, no, look, <laughs> check me out. I'm on the, I'm on God, the radio. slipped you in here. Okay, and um, what games does it work with? Uh, for me, it works with the uh, DEFCON demo and... Oh, it works with the DEFCON demo? That's the reason yeah. to spend 300 <laughs> quid on it. Certainly, and it works with uh, another game I don't play, but it doesn't work. It te- I've heard it works with World of Warcraft, but I can't make oh, it, it work with World of Warcraft. Interesting. <laughs> but well, it is... It, it can do, like, 16.8 million different colours, so... You know, step back. Are there on that the, many colours? On the DEFCON demo. Well, when that pretty much only plays red to go... When do you use a drill in DEFCON? Uh, on the drill minigame. Uh, and so the fact that... I bet it's brilliant for Mr Driller. Uh, yeah. Uh, or uncomfortable, really uncomfortable. Right, would, it, would it win you over if I told you it was open source? Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah, it's okay. not. Uh, so the news that this is coming to PlayStation, and you look baffled. Uh, is She's still thinking about the number of colours there are. <laughs> Red, <laughs> yellow. <laughs> She's still going, we know. <laughs> How many frames a second can you, can you see at? Four. <laughs> <laughs> really? You yeah. Wow, you must have been upgraded. Have you got more RAM than us? Ram. I think Simon it, would like to give you his RAM. Yeah, and if we if we blew at that blew at you now, would that enhance your experience <laughs> of the radio show? <laughs> Simon, you blow at me, I'll punch you in the face. <laughs> And finally, the new president of America really is just one of us. He's had a Wii installed in the White House. ESPN will no doubt be clearing their schedule for a Redknapp Obama Mario Kart tournament. Sorry, Dad, news usually ends with a joke. <laughs> <laughs> Really, there was no fun news this week. It was all, everyone's losing their jobs and money is down. Mm. We've got less money. Yeah. Um, so we've got less money for jokes. Okay, so we should probably try and help you with a joke for that. Yes. Right. Um, Steve? Uh, there, is, there is the obvious well, one. Well, it's got to be to do with hope and change and stuff. Uh, okay, well, go on then. I don't know. I'm I'm just, just, that's the starting point where right, I'm brainstorming right okay. on the whiteboard. How about That's hope and change for the Wii software library, getting some good games. Uh, is that funny? It is if you, I use it to link into uh, Monster Hunter, <laughs> which is which is which is funny just for us. But yeah, uh, shouldn't you have called it the Wheat House? Um, that sounds like wheat. <clears throat> white wheat, the White House. No, that doesn't work. What, okay. what what does it mean when he had it installed? Wait, wait, wait. Yes, we in. can. Very good. Thank you. Is that it, Anne? Yeah, that's it. <laughs> One life left. Video game news with Anne Scantleberry.
left on Resonance 104.4 FM and this is C64 versus Kellis versus Breaks by Jellica and Dr. Drew. Ink, ink, Anne. Ink, 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 Anne. Anne. Can you, can you do any others? Uh, not unless I've got backing. Okay. If you've got any requests of songs you want to hear Anne singing or... We'll, we'll back you up. Yeah. And, and can, you can beatbox, right? There we go, that's the start. Yeah, it's literally start. Leo, yeah. you were saying something about a uh, remix competition. Yes, we've got a Street Fighter music remix competition on Track It Down website at the moment, trackitdown.net, possibly. I should probably know that, but I don't. And if you go there, the important thing is you can download all the samples from the original Street Fighter 2. So you that is get, the important thing. Go and get the sample pack, and then you can, you can put it on your phone, so every time you get a text message, it goes, Sorkin! Are those Creative Commons? Dragon Punch. Are those Creative yeah, Commons licensed so that if I use them in a you know a smash hit record with Anne on uh, on vocals, will I be able to keep all the money, or will I have to give some to you? Um, well, if you submit a remix for, you've got permission to use it to just for the enter this competition. But however, if you do want permission to use them in such a fashion that I make money, then I can probably sort that out. Okay, um, we'll have to re-record our own with Anne making the sound effects from Street Fighter. Spinning bird kick. <laughs> Wait, I do it. There you go. You're listening to One Life Left or a collection of idiots. Uh, <laughs> uh, or? Yeah, and. A collection of idiots feet. Feet Leo Tanned. Street Fighter experts. I'm one of you idiots. I'm uh, an idiot as well. well you're a guest idiot nothing. this week. Yeah. And uh, you're going to tell us all about Street Fighter, aren't you? Yeah. Go on, go then. on then. Alrighty then. Street Fighter 4, February 20th, greatest game ever made. I don't mind really? saying that. I don't mind saying you don't that. Don't mind. Is that because it's your job to say that? Well, no. It's my job to make you like it. But I don't then. have. To, I don't have to say it's the greatest game of all time because it might not be. It might just be a brilliant game. But it's is definitely... it just better than the other three? The other yeah. three what? The you're, other three... you're slagging off the other Street Fighters. The, the other three versions of Street Fighter Three. The other three versions of There's Street Fighter more Alpha. Than one version of the other three iterations. Game. Yeah. There's been wow. ni- nineteen versions. I made that number up, but it's probably correct because I'm I'm Mr. Street Fighter. What was the first version you played? Street Fighter 2 on the Super Nintendo. Street Fighter 2 World Warrior. And you, you, you think you're pretty tasty at it, don't you? I'm, ba- I'm basically one of the greatest players of all time. Right, okay. Uh, have you got any proof in that, or is it just a... Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll fight you. You must have fought a lot of um, games journalists. Yeah, games journalists are rubbish, but because they play so many games that they have to move on to the next one quickly, whereas I've played nothing but Street Fighter 4 for the last six months, so I'm obviously sick. That sounds slightly unfair. Yeah. Um, I do like the idea of cutting out uh, PR man Leo Tan's statement, game journalists are rubbish. Yes. <laughs> and using yeah. that as a, <laughs> a ringtone ourselves. Yeah. Um, and so uh, we were chatting before the show, and you reckon you could beat all of our listeners? Yeah, definitely. In a video game's equivalent of the Houston 500. If you're but, uh, in, you know, playing Street Fighter. If you've got time to listen to this show, you're not playing enough Street Fighter <laughs> to beat me. That's what. That's you've what, got that's time to be on this show. Yeah, hang on a minute. I'm playing Street Fighter right now <laughs> in my head. I've, I'm thinking of. I'm laying down uh, safe jab patterns. I'm controlling space. You know, I'm working out frame advantage routines. Okay, so so you're already using words that I personally don't understand. And assuming that our listeners are all worse than you at this game, and I'm sure some of them will want to write in and uh, and challenge you or whatever, and they can do that at... But, uh, you know, can you give our listeners some tips to get them started on the road to beating Leo Town? The first thing you need to do is learn how to block which sounds stupid. Sounds a bit defensive. Amazing. Uh, one thing a lot of people don't understand is when you're smashing all the buttons and screaming, you can be hit. Right. But if you just hold back and someone does something at you, you won't take the damage. That's where I go Okay, wrong. that's tip that number your, one. That's my, that's my first tip. Uh, and then the other tip is um, mash the buttons in a frenzied fashion when you're not blocking. Okay. 
That's uh, where I go right. So it doesn't sound like it's a game that requires a great deal of skill then? Well, to play at entry level, sure. If you want to play at sort of international sports tournament level with the big boys... Then I'm, then you need to learn the language, which I spoke some of before. But at the moment, you guys need a, a yeah. dictionary. So how do you counter someone who comes at you just mashing the buttons? You just block. Well, you have to hit them back as well. Yeah. Otherwise, you would. Are you threatening Steve? <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. That's fine. <laughs> okay. yeah. I mean, I like. I mean, we were all threatening each other. That's the point. That's right. You're you're stepping up. Yeah, 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 I, yeah. I mean, I will smash your face in. Okay. We're gonna kick. I'm gonna. So that leads us on to trash talking, doesn't it? Can you, do, do you trash talk when you're playing Street Fighter? I mean, yeah, you do, but you don't say I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna, you, well, I say I'm gonna smash your face in. But it's much better to sort of, in between rounds, take your jacket off, you know, like I, I'm so blasé. I yeah. take mine off during rounds. Right, but that, then you have to take your hands off the stick during the fight. I, I, I do often lose. Yeah, but <laughs> it just makes I, me feel better. I am um, when I was when I was really young and I lived in Scotland and Street Fighter was in the arcade, Street Fighter 2, there was a, a guy who was a local champion who reportedly flew around the world to play in tournaments and he always used to play at this local arcade called the Windmill. So I went down to play him and in the very first match we sat down and he was Guile uh, and I was Chun-Li and he went, because <laughs> Chun-Li was considered a low-tier character. Yeah, but Steve was and, getting quite sniffy then. Yeah, you know, amateur. <laughs> and, um, and the very first round I smashed him so then what he did was he took his jacket off right. and it was such it was such a blow because he was so like, I'm so not bothered that uh, after that he came back and defeated me and I attributed it solely to the <laughs> <laughs> what, uh, what do you think about that? Um, I, what, what, whatever you want me to think so have um, you I, I played um, someone at Street Fighter I think it was Street Fighter 3 in yeah, an arcade I, I can beat him <laughs> yeah I'm sure and I'd played uh, against my friends and I'd been the winner and then right. someone came and sat down next to me and he I beat him in the first round and I thought oh it turns out I'm pretty good at this and he annihilated me in the second and third rounds was his, was his jacket on or off he he stayed at the same level of, of um, jacketness, cloth, <laughs> so clothliness. Where, where was this? This was uh, at the Trocadero. Oh right, uh, okay. somewhere. So I'm wondering, have you have you ever considered throwing around the first round just to give your opponent the sort of feel that they've got the better measure of you? Because well, I wonder whether he was doing that to you. Not, it wasn't the jacket thing. It was just you know psychological thing in the first place. No, I pl- I I, um, I did defeat him with superior tactics. Okay, so okay. I would like don't you know. Sure, anyway. sure. <laughs> anyway, but yeah, your first round is often to sound out your opponent. Okay, so and then you take your trousers off <laughs> if they're sexy. Yeah. Okay, uh, we will have more from Leo uh, later in the show. I think it's time for Derek. It's always time for Derek. It's first first one in two weeks. Unless he wasn't doing that thing, was he? Where he he does illegal broadcasts. Yeah, who knows? We've got it, he's he's knows? a maverick, isn't he? Okay, this is free market economy. Even though I've really only been properly in the business of selling games for eight years, I think it's interesting what things have remained regular and uh, what hasn't. Things like the LMAs were really popular toward the end of the PS1 era, and also Premier Manager feared quite strongly. Pro Evo looked to take over from FIFA at one stage, but FIFA still held on in the end. Management seems to have died down a lot now. Medal of Honor was initially the war franchise, but has been replaced by Call of Duty. One days there weren't really that many regular sellers in the racing genre, but now we had the likes of Gotham and Need for Speed. Anything on PS1 that sold was Colin McRae 2. That rally franchise has made something of a resurgence on PS2 lately. Beat em ups have largely been forgotten about. Wonder if that will change for Street Fighter 4. Will it sell to a new generation who seem much more keen on games with progress through worlds rather than instant gratification? Derek Williams, and before I came green market economist, I spent all my school dinner money on Street Fighter 2, thus proving arcade games made me slip. 
life letters. So, um, we... Uh, it, it, Jamie Salmon, is he the one who writes in and just advertises himself? <laughs> is he the one? So, uh, he emailed in a couple of weeks ago for the show last week and uh, told us what he was doing last week. We couldn't read it out. So, your plans failed, Jamie. Sorry about that. <laughs> we, we did. Because we've, been your a- because we've been away for a... Uh, uh, a week because we've missed a week. We do have, you know, a higher standard of letters this week, don't we? We do. We have <laughs> to battle speak. through them. Yeah. Uh, so um, my first proper letter, dear, dear OLL, just finished listening to episode ninety-one with Martin Hollis and was puzzled as to why he never mentioned his career in the bill. Strange. <laughs> <laughs> we forgot to ask him, didn't we? Right, Martin Reg Hollis. <laughs> Call him Reg from now on. And. Uh, hi, I'm an avid listener to your show, and I'm currently a journalist in this. Rubbish, according yeah. to Leo. <laughs> in this ever-encouraging Fact. games industry, and I just wanted to ask if you could support internships. Uh, I think I might be a bit scared of Craig the Rage, but I would happily co-host the show with you guys on occasion if you want. I've hosted several podcasts throughout the past, such as The Homage Show and This Week in Xbox, which can be found on iTunes. So Someone can else we. advertising so can we. Um, Hey, stop it! <laughs> just and, uh, just stop there! You've been conned! This is, oh, man, how do we feel about spam. having an intern? What sort of stuff can interns do? My news. Big T. L- 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 go get a left-handed screwdriver. Was Monica Lewinsky an intern? <laughs> yep, come on in. <laughs> Leo. Um, yeah, it, it'd be difficult for us to support an intern because we all have proper jobs as well. Yeah, uh, but if they're like Monica Lewinsky's. I don't know, maybe, maybe you can take this offline, so <laughs> turn it into a personal dialogue. I didn't inhale. I <laughs> know oh, that was something else he was. No, sorry, Leo. <laughs> sorry, sorry. No, I'm reeling. Slippy, slidey ice worlds. Hello team! I'm Hello. listening to the show once again after Derek lifted the ban that was put in place by Ian Lee two weeks ago, which was a brilliant show, by the way. Thank okay, thank you. for producing that um, Street Street Fighter 3 was very good as well, by the way. Uh, thank you. Um, I wish that uh, another 300,000 people had also thought of that. Well, uh, maybe every one of our listeners, so half our listeners, could, uh, can go and buy it as well. <laughs> Uh, according to the BBC, the world is in the grip of Arctic conditions. In reality, it's just London, but that is, but that is world for Auntie Beep. Anyway, I found being in a real-life slippy, slidey ice world almost as bad as being in one in a video game. Can Anne or your special guest think of anything else that's as annoying as real life in a computer game? She can't have Mark Lawrence or shooting a prostitute in the face. Can't Cheerio, she? Ben. Cheerio. Why, um, why can't we have shooting a prostitute in the face? Because uh, we're on before nine o'clock. Oh, okay. That's, we, we get the show out of the way and then shoot the prozies. Oh, also, I don't find that annoying. What, sl- Slippy Slidey Worlds? Yeah. I see, I can't stand them. They're a, they're a video game staple. Uh, that, uh, just, a, just a tick boxing game design, aren't they, they're usually? They're born from the era of the reversing, the control reversing power up, which yeah. is the worst thing ever invented in game design. Um, I fell over <laughs> on Sunday in the Slippy Slidey Real World, uh, and there's nothing more embarrassing. Um, there was a question there, for there you, are actually that. things that are Name one, name one. Uh, walking along the street, suddenly your trousers fall down, everyone points and laughs, but actually you've got no genitals. Again. <laughs> <laughs> and? Um, what? Uh, wor- worse things than video games? Um, Sleepy Slidey Worlds. Th- things that are rubbish in real life and games. Oh, let's, let's um, um... Tell you what, you have a thing, we'll do, we'll do another letter, and then we'll come back to you. Okay, hi guys. First off, love the show. Thanks for improving bus journeys exponentially. Thing is, I was listening to the show and heard the new feature, Game for a Laugh, and upon re- realising what it was, I thrilled. As I'm a... Uh, he has missed a word. I okay. thought I was just bad at reading comprehension, right. but... I thrilled, as I myself am a staff member at Game in Meadowhall, Sheffield. It was good to hear the rivals over at Crystal Peaks being made a fool of, but sadly... This new feature is doomed to ultimate failure. The way game pre-orders games through the till is to enter a six-digit code that each game in the pre-order folder has. Thus, as the games asked to be pre-ordered won't be in this folder, they won't have a code and won't be pre-orderable. Granted, a very nice manager could note it down for you, but good luck, fi- good luck finding one of those at game. That's quite a sniffy letter, isn't it? I mean, actually, what? He's, who's, who's that from? I can't. I'm not going to tell his name because okay. he's, he's just slagged off. But surely, if we've got somebody on the inside, he should be able to help us. Shouldn't well, this is what I'm thinking. Maybe someone can add, someone who works at game can add a fictional game to the thing and then we can get um, Jerry to call up and order yeah. that game. That would be brilliant. Exactly. Let's have some constructive feedback. Right? Yeah. Well, that'll never work. So we could do with an insider what at game. What do you do a radio show? 
<laughs> I think he's just trying to help us. Even okay. though the subject is li- subject is ultimate feature failure, but I think he was just trying to help us. Anyway, if you, if anyone is an insider at game, maybe it is maybe it's you, B. Mm. B. Um, maybe you can help us out there. Maybe someone else can, or, or give us some suggestions. His other suggestion is uh, called Game Station because they simply wrote things down in a book. God, look at that. There's an insight into the mind of the game employee, isn't it? Because like, he's sniffing at other stores, but he looks down at Game Station. We all look down at Game Station. We? we all look down at Game Station. I thought Game Station is like the cool indie favourite. Right? Yeah. You're clearly I thought they clearly weren't Game going to buy them. They, they did. have bought them. They well, are the same, part of the same family. It's <laughs> like it's like slagging off your sister. Uh, How is your sister? Shit. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. Uh, James Clayton writes in and says, Hi team, uh, just for time for a length of time away, I've uh, been catching up. At the end of the episode, you asked us for suggestions for super guests. Well, here are some ideas, so I'll write them out. T- tell me what you think. Mark Commode. Yes, no? Uh, yes. Are we going to try and get Commode in? Yes. Yes. I'll be honest with you, I don't like him. Tim Schaefer. <laughs> yes, yes, definitely. He yes. clearly is the designer of the greatest yes. games of all time. Ragnar Tornquist. Yes. To talk about female characters again. I don't know who that is. Yes. I don't know who that is. Okay. Peter Molyneux? Yes. yes. He sounds like he'd get on well with answers. Yes. Jerry Holkins uh, and Mike Krahulik for a discussion of Metacritic. I've been corresponding with Metacritic, actually, after my piece in developed. I tried to correspond with those chaps, but they just ignored me. Seven so, out of ten. Fine. Uh, Roger Ebert, just to abuse him. Uh, Ebert, Ebert. Ebert. Um, Ebert. Why would we abuse him? He seems like a nice chap. God, funny name. <laughs> um, so, uh, so is that it? If you've got any uh, letters for us, what what are you meant to do? Anne? Uh, you can email in at team at onelifeleft.com or you can go onto our website at www.onelifeleft.com and fill in a form on there. When we first met, your body was cellophane wrapped. You were young and innocent, and your seal was intact. Dressed by the shipping staff at Play Asia, a vision in bubble wrap and packing paper. And after so many pals, I craved NTSC. I wanted to lose my foreign gaming virginity. My imported love. It's like you fell from Akihabara above. I wished with all my heart that I could read kanji You contained schoolgirls and tentacle-related horror You were only suitable for players of age 18 and over And I was taken aback by this peculiar notion I thought you were a train management simulation My imported love like you fell from Akihabara above You don't speak a word of English Apart from a badly photocopied insert I didn't need subtitles for you to win my heart Things were perfect from the point I pressed start But time has passed and the first flush of love has gone your spine card is missing and your instructions are torn. I've put an advert up on RLLNUK. 15 quid plus postage and packing to take you away. My pre-owned love. I thought that you might have been the one. All the times we shared. Love that could compare, but goodbye, it's time to go. I'm trading you, oh, it's harsh, I know. But you're a collectible, and the bills are mounting. It's a case of love overruled by simple accounting. I imported love. Everything perfect, 
that's the do you advert. Better and better, Back. don't they? Back on one life left. Uh, the D inverts put that sh- put that uh, song up on the pod- on Back. their site before it came <gasps> on our podcast. But that's because we were late uh, oh, this week. We so, and, so thought, and they couldn't wait. They couldn't wait. They've got to get something that brilliant out to you know their audience as well as us. But their next song will be a one life left exclusive. 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 Um, so that's really really exciting. The D inverts also have a Twitter. No. Twitter, Twitter, Twitter. We should get that bit of the show over with because every uh, apparently everything has to you know talk about Twitter these days. So Uh, Twitter, Twitter, Twitter. Tweet, tweet. We've got a Twitter. I've got a Twitter. You can follow us at um, twitter.com slash Twitter. No. Oh, one life left. Probably. Probably, uh, definitely, and then you'll see little updates from us throughout the week, mostly from me. Well, like, I bought some you. milk, yeah, stuff or, like that, or I fancy a pizza. You know, what? yeah, that was Kieran Gillen's, wasn't it? Uh, yeah, you there were, you go. There's a glimpse into the mind of Kieran Gillen. Twelve hundred followers, and all he could tell them was, "I need a pizza." Has he got twelve hundred followers? What do you think they replied? Do you, <laughs> Margarita? <laughs> yeah, um, it's funny. I was I was looking at the site which uh, where you can type in a search uh, into and it shows you what people are saying in real time. And I just type swear words in to see who's. That's you, not like you, Simon. No, no, it's, but I'm quite interested in who's using the c word, and so I'm, I kind of follow that. And then I just realised that because you know there's so many celebrities on Twitter and stuff like that. Now there's just a load of a load of housewives who just spend their day going. At Fern Cotton, at Sarah Kaywood. Oh, why don't you try this? At Sarah Kaywood, or uh, oh, oh, Wassie, and stuff like that. And these celebrities are just, they're just teasing the normal people over Twitter. You're listening to One Life Left. Uh, we are a video game show. As we're talking about Wario Land and Spelunky over the past couple of weeks, I've been thinking a lot about 60 Mario game design. So this week's best first game ever played is Ninja Cop, which I think is the pinnacle of that type of design. Ninja Cop is a completely overlooked Game Boy Advance game for 2003. You play an anti-terrorist ninja, and you make your way through a series of levels set in locations such as banks and airports, rescuing hostages and fighting evil ninjas. You're equipped with a throwing star, katana, and grappling hook, and the genius in the game is in its clever level design, which uses specifically the grappling hook to its limits. Unlike Bionic Commando, which has a clumsy bionic arm, the grappling hook allows you to speed through the levels with grace, cutting down the enemies with a katana before they can react. There's even a time attack mode to make the most of this. Ninja Cop is a hardcore 16-bit action platformer, and it was released long after that was fashionable. But I don't think I've ever played a better one. That's why it's this week's best worst game you've never played. Thanks, Matthew. Uh, Cheers, Matt. Every week, uh, Matt Kumar looks at the best worst game you've never played, and that was this week's. Matty Cade on Twitter as well, at Holly Willoughby. So, at Philip Schofield. So, Simon, for all your slagging off of of Internet Vogue sites, you had an idea for a feature this week. Yep, I was going to look at Internet Vogue sites. Yeah, Vogue sites, not sites about Vogue, but a site that was um, was something that all these people talked about a couple of years ago. You might have heard of heard of it. It's Wikipedia. We're going to do something to do with that now, aren't we? Thanks for that strong intro, Steve. It was pretty weak, wasn't it? <laughs> I, got, yeah. I just thought, seeing as though we've got uh, Street Fighter expert Leo Tan in... Hello. We should trawl the discussion page and, and see what the Wikipedians have been arguing with each other over about who knows the most about Street Fighter and get you know straight to the horse's mouth. Uh, I am the uh, definitive expert on backstory and plot. Okay, so they've been discussing. Uh, somebody has said on the DC versus Street Fighter. I keep hearing that there's a DC versus Street Fighter <laughs> in the work, so I put it here and the site where I got it from. But somebody took it down. I'd like to know why. Says Dark Rain. Uh, one because it's a rumor. SNK Capcom is hardly a reliable source. Uh, what, what do you say about that? Uh, it sounds like he's got confused about uh, DC versus Mortal Kombat. Maybe the worst game of all time. Wrong. He is not. He's not, wrong. Not you. Yeah. Okay. Oh, I, 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 yeah. Okay. This one was interesting. Edmund Honda versus E Honda. This page needs the name change to E Honda. The first line says it all. More commonly known as E Honda. That's because E Honda is his only official name. Sorry, you're wrong. His official name is, in inverted commas, Edmund Honda. Called E Honda for short. And then they start really going into each other. So why isn't Tom Cruise's page na- named Thomas Cruise Mopoza the Fourth? His most common name is E Honda, and the page needs to be changed to this. Uh, what do you say? It's definitely E Honda, and although E does stand for Edmund, that doesn't mean that it gives anybody the right to say Edmund Honda. The official messaging is E. Messaging. So, uh, in Super Street Fighter Turbo, if you play through the game as M. Bison, a narrative starts about him ruling the world, and then Bison himself sees that... Sees is spelled wrong. Uh, that's what threw me a bit. Uh, sees that not even the Ancient One dared stop him. I was wondering who he was talking about. I didn't find it in any of the articles spelled wrong. I personally spelled wrong, thought it might be Oro. 
uh, Bison refers to an ancient one who didn't dare to challenge him in Street Fighter 2 ending. Is this correct? Let's not even let's not even honour this guy's theory. <laughs> he can't even spell the word C's. You don't know. Okay, the third... So, in capital letters, final one. The third and last iteration, it says. The third and last iteration of Street Fighter 3 brought back Chun- Chun-Li and added four new characters to the playable roster. Was it the third and last iteration? Uh, third straight was. Of Street Fighter 3. What, I'm, I'm so confused. What? I just wondered if was you it could the third draw a line under the Street Fighter. What game's coming out next? Street Fighter 4? There you go, that's answered well, that. That was the last iteration. Up until then. No, no, no. Oh, it was it's the last talking... iteration of Street Fighter 3. Yeah, that's what it's talking about. Yeah. Not the last iteration of Street Fighter. No. Okay, so, but so, I... so what's, what's your judgment? Anne? What? Street Fighter. Okay, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> Good morning, Gaming Newcastle. Andy speaking. How can I help? Hi there, how you doing? My name is Jerry Tierney. Uh, I'm looking to pre order a game, but I don't know if you are going to be doing it. Would you be able to help me with that? Yeah, which game is it? Uh, it's called uh, Time Team Medieval Challenge, and it's a collector's edition on the DS. Yes, yeah, just have to spare me a second, I'll have a look for you. Thanks. No, we haven't got anything down for it at all at the no. moment. Um, it's developed by uh, Bullfrog, if that's any help. And it comes with yeah. like a wee brush stylus thing. Yeah, no, I think we haven't got it on our release schedule yet for DS, so we haven't started taking pre-orders on it. Oh, OK. Oh, well, no worries. It's worth a try. Ah, right, mate. Sorry about that. Right. No, no worries. Cheers. Thanks. Cheers. Right. Right. Thanks. She was pulling a face. Um, You're just listening to One Life Left on Resonance 104.4 FM. I guessed that, Simon. I didn't even need any instructions. Okay, sorry. You're listening to One Life Left. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Etc. Um, we are a radio show about video games. If you want to email us, you can email us at... Team at One Please do that, so we'll have letters for next week. And uh, if you want to go to our website, where the podcast is... www.onelifeleft.com Simple. Uh, this is Super Fantastic Turbo Magical 2-Player Love Game Adventure Call by Pixel Hate. It's good. Uh, yes, someone wrote in, sent that song to us. Uh, we have had a co- Pixel Hate competition on the show before. Uh, we do love him, and uh, you should all love him too. It's time for the reviews. So, who's going first? You're scared to speak now, aren't you? But I don't know what the looks mean. It's <laughs> Anne's job is to do the wah 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 and stuff like that. And when you look at me, I don't know whether you're saying Phil. I don't know. You've just been talking about normalising stuff and it's raw sexual desire. I don't. And yeah, um, I'll go first. Um, I've been um, stepping back in time. I've not been playing uh, an N64 emulator on my new NT10 PC. And you own all the ROMs. I own all the ROMs. I certainly own Ocarina of Time. I was thinking about this. Ocarina of Time uh, is 10 years old. I'm pretty certain it's the last time I've run anywhere. 
And I ran up and down Oxford Street to get it on on launch day, and it was something like sixty quid. And I, I did. I ran. And I have. I mean, since then I've owned a car, so if I needed to get somewhere in a hurry, I've either gone in the car or left earlier. Right. Um, it's just as fresh today as it's always been. Um, it's it's great, and it's great playing at the moment because I kind of remember bits about it, um, and so I'm I'm getting through it faster than I did when I played it the first time. But it's still, some of the puzzles are. Oh, it's just incredible. I, 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 you know, I think I'm going to be stuck in the late 1990s gaming-wise for quite a while, um, and I don't think there's been a better period. Um, it, it just brings home how nothing has bettered Ocarina of Time. Um, certainly the best game ever, 7 out of 10. Do you not think, um, you no. know, it's a bit ugly these days? It's a bit graphically, it's just, you know... Turn on dithering. Really? Yeah. <laughs> dithering? Well, yeah, because you... dithering. Well, you can update it now, because it's, okay. it's been run through a So PC. you'd advise even, even graphic snob uh, listeners to give it a crack? Especially the graphic snobs. Especially them. Jabby Jabby's belly's never looked so beautiful. <laughs> um, um, I played this weekend last week... Um, Lego Star Wars 2, the original trilogy. That's a bit counterintuitive, isn't it? Why? It's a sequel. It's Lego Star Wars 2, but the original game. Yeah. Mm. I don't question that. Okay. Uh, I just played it. It was really nice. What do you have to do in it? Uh, go around. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> well, actually, that is it. I know. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with that, of course, going no. around. Do you know what? And I'm better at going around. <laughs> Go on. have to normalise that comment. Than anything else. Uh, no, it, um, it was really fun. It's really, really cute. And um, I played it uh, just on my own at first. And it was a bit annoying because you had to keep switching between characters. So I got a friend to come and play it. Um, and that was better. Apart from, the- wh- apart from when... Right, the other character walks off the screen and I kept dying by falling into a sand pit. Are you saying bad game design in Lego Star Wars 2, the original tr- trilogy? Is that bad game design or is it know, that you... I can't jump and the other person could jump? The, the other person's better I... at going around than you. Yeah. Can't, can't Some... all the characters jump? No, not all of them can jump. Mm. You have to switch sometimes because droids can't jump. Mm. Yeah. Oh, that is true. Uh, sand pits and game games always always a bad design decision. Mm. Should should have known better, shouldn't they, Traveller's Tales? When is there a sand pit in Star Wars? Uh, the Ragnar thing. Exactly. It's, it's, it's not a sand pit, it's a desert. It's just quite a yeah. big sand pit. Oh, thing. wait, the rat. I, I don't know. Whatever. Leo. Oh, sorry, score. 7 out of 10. Right, Leo. Uh, I've been playing Samurai it's a Puzzle dungeon. Battle sorry. on, on the iPhone. Actually, and although my iPhone is broken at the moment, which is really heartbreaking, uh, that's still definitely my game of the week. And that's like, in the same way Puzzle Quest is Bejeweled crossed with an RPG, it's Bejeweled crossed with Risk and a bit Puzzle Questy. Um, it's it's like a quid or maybe 59p or 130 or less than a it, it, it's, it's certainly some money. <laughs> yeah, <it's, laughs> I just press it and it comes out. I'm right. loaded. I don't care. And uh, and and it's brilliant. And you should definitely do- download that unless your iPhone is broken like mine. Brilliant score. Uh, seven out of ten. The greatest game of all time. Excellent. Um, I've been playing Luminous. No. Sorry again. Sorry, I'm not that sorry. I I love that game, it, and you don't like it, isn't do it, you? Leo? Isn't it the most boring puzzle game of all time? That is only okay if you like listening to the same dull seven tracks in sequence over and over and over and over again. Oh, well, there are far more than seven tracks, and it's not dull. Leo, but we've had got this to level seven. Is yeah. that if you download them and pay extra money for no, them? No, no, no. This is the thing. Uh, where you had to do that on the 360, and I did. Uh, here it's eight quid all in, and it's got everything you know that you need and you had to buy in instalments on the Xbox version and I love it and we've had this argument before you like me Meteos don't you Meteos yeah Meteoso and Meteos, I don't get on with which that which is now on Xbox Live Arcade and is basically uh, an affront to human nature really and you should uh, although you should support it financially you should not support it with any of your game time yeah, you, you should see. instead buy the DS version <laughs> and the Xbox Live Arcade version and then only play the DS version this is what I thought about Luminous even though I've got countless versions already by which I mean four so I've just counted them uh it's brilliant, and I'm happy to support it. Like, because it's it's eight quid, and that you know, Q deserved my money. I think, and also, but you've had your money four uh, times previously. I know, but I love that game so much that the amount of money I want to give them um, needs to reflect that. What they should have done is uh, just a PayPal to, button. Well, yeah, or similar to what Radiohead did, and then you, <laughs> and then you could have given them a million pounds for it. <laughs> I'm also quite good at it. Right. So I like that. <laughs> I really, I really have to iterate. 
my the level of my hatred for Luminous as well. It is yeah. the worst the worst game anybody could own on any system ever. Well, what would you give it? What, seven out of ten. I give it seven out of ten too. So <laughs> there we go, uh, Talia. Hey Talia. Hey Simon. So uh, we've been taking a trip down memory lane. Well, memory lane for me really. Um, it, it's been a new experience for you, isn't it? Um, but we've been playing Super Mario sixty four on the N sixty four, haven't we? Yes, still don't know that name. Super Mario 64, um, it was the first time, I mean obviously you're familiar with the works of Mario, aren't you? Obviously. Obviously. Um, this was the first time that the uh, series moved into 3D. Really? Mm. Oh yeah, you told me that. That's right. Um, so wh what were your impressions of it? Really good, because I loved, I loved the... <sighs> Let me think about it program because you know the pictures it was all detail and um well you know and it had but i think it could change a bit why why because children if children like mario yeah yeah but it it doesn't they don't speak the words they just write it right well that's a really hard time because they've got to type it all plus the children they can't really some some don't really know how to read really hard words right but what? so it's kind of really hard for them okay what's the hardest word you know how to read I don't know because if, if I if I said right. it, I know how to pronounce it. Okay. So literally, is that that's that's a difficult word for you to read? Is it? Huh? No. Um. Okay. Can, I, I think you've gone slightly off topic here. What we're supposed to be talking about is um how good or bad Super Mario sixty four is. That's great. <laughs> okay, okay. Brilliant. That sums that up then. Uh, what, what do you think of the graphics? Uh, can you run me through what graphics are? What does it look like? Is it Does it look good or bad? Oh, um, great. It looks great. Uh, what about the sound? Perfect. Um, can you Wait, it could have a notch. Well, it isn't that a problem, because actually you could, you could just turn it higher and you... But you, so that's, that's you problem solving. Um, can you just explain what you had to do in the game briefly before we give it a score? Okay. Go on then. What you had to do is, uh, well, you don't have a choice of who you want to be, you just did it, and then you had to go through, um, the princess, I've forgotten the name. Bored, give it a score. Okay. <laughs> um, so nine out of ten. Thanks, Talia. Thanks, Talia. Thanks, Talia. Thanks, thanks, Talia. Good. Oh, really? Oh. So soon? I think so. I think so. We do have some business we've got to uh, ah. wrap up, don't we? Oh, yeah. Anal from a fortnight ago. Um, controversial, I thought. Really? And a few people got it wrong, didn't they? They did. But some people got it right. Yeah. And what did you draw? Um, Actually, I, see, no, nobody got it exactly nobody right, got it did it? Exactly, right. exactly right. Some people got it in the right... They got the right character, but not the right iteration. Character? It's interesting you, you, you call this person a character, isn't it? Uh, so which, which, which character would this be? This from? would be the character of Jesus. Oh, the character. From the Bible. <laughs> <laughs> what are his special powers? Um, coming back to life and right. healing and feeding 5,000. And how would you defeat that in Street Fighter, Leah? Uh, how do you, you defeat Jesus? I'd do a seven-hit uh, focus attack dash cancel combo. I think that was in one of the... Um, uh, it was uh, the Corinthians right, 12. It, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so but you didn't just draw Jesus, did you? No. Um, like months and months and months ago, there was um, a church in America which, as part of their promotional... Church don't need to promote, but they were. Um, they did a Jesus me, um, and I drew that. Jesus in me form. Looking so, Jesus looking like Anne Scantlebury. No, Jesus <laughs> in the form of a character. Uh, character off. Of you the imagine Wii. yourself as. Je oh no, sorry. So, so you're saying that you don't imagine yourself as Jesus. So what? No. You're so you're God, are you? No, I, no, I'm not. Maybe I'm, she's I'm the third. The, one, the I'm other. none of the Holy Trinity. Oh. We're all God. Are we? Is that us? <laughs> That's why you is really came sacrilegious? on me, isn't it? <laughs> is, there a is there a tag on iTunes for sacrilegious? Yeah, if we could tag it. And uh, David likes the word irreligious, doesn't he? Yes. He has called us irreligious before. Oh, well. We had to look that up. Um, um, so anyway, uh, we're going to have to award it to somebody, aren't we? And, and we're awarding it to Sean Garland, who guessed that it was Jesus. So well done, Sean. Uh, and we'll send you the an art. We will if have you, another one. If you email your address. Yes, uh, we will have another an art next week. Oh, you lot will. I won't be here. You're not going to be here. Oh, uh, well. But anyway, 
I'm sure it'll be fine. I'm sure it'll yeah, be fine. Still just, tune in. Just, just don't but listen. But make sure Steve. you make sure you don't miss the week after next because I'll be back and we'll have uh, a special guest. guest. I've got an awesome special guest. Anyway, up. we have to uh, finish right about now. Quick, so, say goodbye. <laughs> okay, bye. Okay, bye. Bye, 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 bye. bye. bye.